Alright, we're good. Um I just recorded about seven minutes of podcast and I was like, oh, that was fucking awful. So god dang it, I swore again. Um what did I get over in that last podcast? I went to a farmer's market that there was a lot of white people there because it was in Los Gatos. Um, then old Asian lady told me that there was a difference between tangerines and mandarins, and now we're here. Hello. Welcome to this podcast. That is named Take a Seat. And we are delighted to have you. All right. We need to talk about the Super Bowl. But did you watch a Pro Bowl? Huh? Huh? No? Nobody did. They have to do something. But again, what are they going to do? What are they? Honestly, what is the fix? Flag football? Nope. Just no. Just keep on playing it, I guess. But it, it does make for a good highlight segment. But uh, I thought the last couple years weren't too awful. But once there's rain involved, it's like, yeah, no. Just stop the game. All right. The Super Bowl. My prediction. Not really prediction, but I'll kind of go over it. You've heard a lot, but... People have been asking me. People, I mean, I've gotten exactly 12 emails. So that's people about what can you do a Super Bowl podcast. It's obvious I'm going to do one. All right, let's get to it. What I think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be a relatively close game at all in favor of the Patriots. Why? It's because of the Rams defense. I've been going back and watching the Rams defense a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot on Game Pass. And... They do play this kind of game when they have a keep to leave and Marcus Peters in where they have this defense, which kind of looks like half man, half zone. If you're following me, it is basically a zone. It is basically zone. But the way Marcus Peters plays is he's such a cluer. And what I mean by that is he bites on everything and for good and for bad. That's why he has so many pick sixes and so many interceptions and he has so many turnovers. But he's so vulnerable for the for the um, double move. He's always watching the quarterback's eyes. He's ready to jump, 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 jump. Marcus Peters all the time. And Aqib Tlaib on the other side is a great cover corner. He's going to get on you. So, Wade Phillips kind of concocted this defense of, all right, we're, we're going to play to both of these guys' strong suits. Correct? And they did a fa- phenomenal job against Drew Brees. Mainly up front last week. Mainly up front. But, again, I do think the Patriots can can block them up front. They're always going to get open. They're always going to get open. And if they play the same defense they're gonna, they've been playing, I don't know. I really don't think how the Rams are going to stop them. Because And the main thing is, is this defensive line of the Rams, correct? Very talented, very good. We've seen in the past that the Patriots will always get push, correct? We can all agree with that, that they're going to get push. Good? Yes. 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 All right. The way the Patriots are going to run the ball is straight at Mark Barron and Corey Littleton downhill. They're going to line up with two backs to start the game, Sony Michelle and James Devlin. And then you got to fill up those holes. You got to fill up those holes. Can Aaron Donald make a play or two or three or ten? He may need to win, make ten plays to win this game. Oh, man. He may need to. He really may need to make play after play after play after play. Because if I, I think if they just a stalemate for the Patriots is 
a win because they're going to have James Devlin going through that hole and then Sony Michelle is going to pick up four yards after four yards after four yards after four yards after four yards. I do think this game is going to go a lot like the Chargers game. I, again, very talented on the Chargers side of the ball, but I don't, I thought the Chargers were very light at linebacker and that's what happened. Chargers have a great front. You could say the Chargers have a better front all around than the Rams, but what's going to happen honestly what what i just don't see other than aaron donald taking over the game a very big threat on the on the patriots uh, on the rams side of the defense really i don't i don't think uh roby coleman's that great of a nickel corner i like akeep talib and marcus peters but how many times do the patriots throw outside not really Mark Barron versus Gronkowski is not the greatest matchup, or LaMarcus Joyner. Maybe Josh Johnson can cover him, but not really. If you have a vintage game from Gronk, I don't see the threats. Yes, I like Dante Fowler. I think Dante Fowler made himself a lot of money this playoffs, but this seems like a game that Dante Fowler gets lost in the shuffle. This The Patriots are going to come out, and they're going to dictate it. They're going to dictate every single way this game goes. But, again, you have an offensive guru. You have an offensive and defensive guru on both sides of the ball on both teams. But I think at the end of the day, experience always wins. Pace always wins. Time management always wins. And experience always wins. And what do the Patriots have? Experience? Check. Are they better at managing the clock? Correct. Do they have a better coach? Yes, they, you have to say at this moment of time, they have a better coach. Sean McVay is not better than Bill Belichick. Is he more handsome? Absolutely. Better at coaching? Not right now. Will he be? He's only 32. He's going to, he's going to, they're going to score points. They're going to score points, but the Rams defense will let them down. They will let them down. And it's not like they have the advantage of being so big that Michael Brockers and Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald will get in Drew Brees' line of vision. They don't have that advantage anymore. Tom Brady's fucking six foot seven in cleats. I like the matchup out of the backfield. A hundred percent for James White. Rex Burkhead is always gonna get his carries. All this good stuff. They're just gonna What I see is a team that is ready to get t- Picked apart at every single level of their defense in the Rams. Every single level. Front four in the running game. Their linebackers in the running and pass game. Their safeties. And I do think on the outside, the, the Rams will win. But again, how many times do the Patriots throw on the outside? They throw out routes to Chris Hogan sometimes on like third down. And they throw jump balls to Gronkowski. And Gronkowski wins those. And they just pound the middle of the field and pound the middle of the field and pound the middle of the field. But again, can Wade Phillips come up with a defense, a new defensive game plan to stop Brady? I don't know. I don't know. He could. He definitely could. He's great. Wade Phillips is a badass. And that coat he wore off the plane was fantastic. But again, I don't know. I don't, really don't think so. Are you going to change it with the last week? And God forbid Keith Tlaib gets hurt again. They may have to put a keep to leave inside against Edelman. I would love that matchup. I would love that. With the Rams offense. 
Mm-mm-mm. What I would get scared of if I was the Rams offense was the first quarter happening again the last week, this week. Well, two weeks ago. That's what I meant. Against the Saints. If they get down, if they if they throw if they no show in the first quarter, there will be down 14-0. The Patriots always score the ball. They score the, they always score touchdowns in the red zone. Yes, he threw the pick to Raglan, but come on. But come on, come on. L- look what's happening here. If they show up the same way, if they show up the same exact way, the Rams offense, it's too big for them in the moment. It's too big for Goff. Gurley's not pl- Gurley's hurt. I don't know. I really don't know. And I do think they match up well. The Ra- the Patriots defense. Not stout up front, but led by Trey Flowers. They they are a do your job type team. They are a do your job type team. And the only way you can really, quote-unquote, nullify the Rams is doing your job, taking away their main threats. Where do we see the Patriots get beat? Only when they're undisciplined. The one time, you know, the guy doesn't cover his uh, his side, the, Damian Williams goes on that screen pass. The one time you end, the end folds. That's the only time. Their Patriots don't really beat themselves. They really don't. You got to pull some shit to beat the Patriots. You really do. You got to pull a Philly special. You have to do something to take down Tom Brady. And you say, two people say Tom Brady didn't perform last year in the playoffs. Uh, He threw for over 500 yards in the Super Bowl and lost. He didn't show up. Shut your mouth. Fucking so stupid people are. Get through for 500 yards in the Super Bowl last year. The only thing I can see the Patriots going down to is Aaron Donald absolutely turning the game. Just breaking it all. Breaking everything. Like a four or five sack game. I really do think that like a Vaughn Miller-esque game. Against the Panthers, the uh, I think Super Bowl Fifty. Man, I don't see this Rams. I don't see the Rams really. Oh man, it will be interesting. It will be interesting, but I do think this game ends up like thirty-one twenty-five, but like a late touchdown to make it twenty, like with twenty-five seconds left to make it twenty-five to thirty-one. And the Patriots just end up winning. They dominate the entire game. The Rams will put up points. But at the end of the day, I don't see it. I genuinely don't see it. And a big factor of it is Todd Gurley. I don't think he's he's ready. Not mentally. I do think he's ready mentally. But physically, why was he sitting out last year? Todd Gurley, no, last game. Todd Gurley is a top five player in the NFL. Right now, he is out of the backfield and everything. He did not look right last week. And all due respect to C.J. Anderson, Todd Gurley is a much better player than he is. I would rather much go to war with Todd Gurley as my running back on the Super Bowl than C.J. Anderson. And I like C.J. Anderson. 
and another and another factor is the New England's pass rush against the left side of that offensive line. Andrew Whitworth, Saffold, and Jonathan Sullivan are great in the run game. They're so good in the run game. But they do struggle a bunch in the pass game. And I think the Rams are still in great position. But for future years, right now, I do not think they match up very well. I really, 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 really do. I think we've seen this game before with the Patriots. I really do think we've seen this game before. It's crazy how much this Cooper Cup injury just... it. Oh, man. I don't think they have enough threats. The Cooper Cup injury and Todd Gurley. Mainly Todd. Just he's not right. And... He's so he's fantastic. If they have Todd, if they have a healthy, healthy Todd Gurley, I might go with him. Cause that's how much I respect that guy's game. He's so good, but he's not healthy. You're not saving him for the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game when you're down. You're just, he's just on the sideline. I don't know. What else do we got? I got the Patriots like thirty-one twenty-five. That's what I got. Patriots. 31 to 25. Tom Brady, Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Hold up six. All right. That was like 12 minutes. You know? Fuck it. 10 minutes. Uh, What else we got? I kind of wanted to talk about um our guy. Fucking this whole Anthony Davis stuff going on right now. I really... I don't think it's that big of news. We, we obviously have a top three power forward in the history of the NBA who's going to change the trajectory of the NBA being dealt on the market. Why I say that, it, that it's not that big of news is that he's going to end up with the Los Angeles Lakers. We know he's going to end up with the Lakers. If, you're, if, you're, if I'm the Pelicans, right, I want one of two things. I either want Ben Simmons, who's also a Rich Paul's... Um, who also represents who's also represented by Rich Paul and Clutch, as is Anthony Davis, as we all know. Um, how much power does that Rich Paul guy have right now? Um, I want either Ben Simmons or I want Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. I want one of those three guys. I'm a fan of Lonzo Ball. I'm a fan of Brandon Ingram. I like Zubak. Whatever the pick's going to be, too. But I'd rather have one of those three players right there. I do think that... I really do think that Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and Zubak do have... More Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball have all-star potential. They really do. But when we're talking about generational players, Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum are generational players. I may I you most people are probably going to agree with me with Simmons and Tatum, but I really like Jalen Brown. I do think in an ideal situation that he is pretty much Paul George, and I want one of those guys. But we know right now, we know what's going to happen. The Pelicans are going to they're going to rush just like the Raiders did. The Raiders ideally with Khalil Mack would have waited, would have waited and traded him right. Now, right now, you're telling me you rush, you end up with the 24th pick in the draft for Khalil Mack. You wait, you end up with the top five. 
you trade him for a top five in another in another draft pick. Right now, the Pelicans, it's going to be so telegraphed. We know what's going to happen. It's just going to be Anthony Davis, correct, for whatever. Lonzo, Ingram, Zubak, and like a, and like a second in 2020. Or 2021. Just a crazy amount of draft picks. We know what's going to happen. And then Ball's going to complain about how he doesn't want to be in New Orleans. And his camp's going to want him somewhere else. And your franchise is kind of on the line if you think about it with the Pelicans. Nobody comes to the games. You're three bad seasons away of being moved to Seattle. You don't think the NBA would want that? You have a football, you have a football state in New Orleans. Louisiana in total, in total. New Orleans is a fucking city. I'm an idiot. Um, but um, yeah, you're trading away a generational player, and I'm thinking, oh, I want to get someone who can bring that same impact to my team. But it's we know what's going to happen. It's probably going to be maybe a three teamer with a third team that Lonzo ends up going to, I guess. That's going to be AD to the Lakers. Maybe Kuzma's out of there. I like Kuzma a lot. A lot of NBA analysts don't really think Kuzma is that great of a player in the end. He's just like an 18-6 guy. But if you're the Pelicans, you're maybe banking on Zubak and Ingram being your 1-2. I don't know. Definitely, if people aren't showing up in New Orleans to see Anthony Davis, they're not going to come and see Brandon Ingram. It's remarkable. But ideally, wait. Wait till the summer. What What are you going to lose? Nothing. Wait five months. Wait five months and see what the Celtics offer you. See what the Celtics offer you. Just wait. It's... It. They're going to sell him. They're going to sell him for fucking some Lori Marketing type character. I'm a Lori Marketing fan. Why did I even bring that up? Um, oh, my God. Uh, such a weird system that's going on. It's like there's so much power in the players. It's crazy. Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the same team. It's going to happen. I know it. You knew it. You know it. We knew last year early on that Anthony Davis was going to be, no, that LeBron James was going to be a, a Los Angeles Laker. But, oh, Philly's in the mix. The Celtics are in the mix. I don't know. Team X, Y, and Z is on the list. No, he's going to the Lakers. Everybody fucking knew that. Everybody knew that. I knew that. Everybody knew it. But people just want stories. It's not a story right now. Because people are impatient. They let news and people that aren't supposed to have power have power. And I think players should have as much power as possible. I really do think. Players should run the media. Players should run everything. But right now they don't. The media runs the goddamn media. And the media is going to end up with Rich Paul fucking sending... This we is it tampering? It's basically tampering. It is basically fucking tampering. Is it 
is it is it by the books tampering? No, but is it tampering? Absolutely. It's absolutely tampering. How is this not tampering? LeBron James is not telling Rich Paul go get fucking Anthony Davis. Tell him he's gonna he wants he he wants out of the team. I don't know how this works. I really don't understand. Professional sports is weird. I don't get it. How is it not tampering? If this was the Warriors, everybody would be at their fucking neck. God damn it. But Bob Myers is too smart. How good do the Warriors look? How good? I didn't think they were going to be this good. Genuinely. I thought they were going to be really good with DeMarcus Cousins coming back, but I didn't think he was like this good this fast. Oh, they're so fun to watch. They Honestly, it brings me such joy. From like the Troy Murphy, Mike Dunleavy. Fucking 04 teams. I started watching the Raiders when I was four years old. Correct. And I started watching the A's when I was four years old in 2002. I clearly remember it. And then I started, I picked up on the Warriors because my brother was a fan in, I think around 2004 when I was around six or seven. So yeah, when I was six, yeah, I picked, I started picking up the Warriors and then, and Honestly, I've been watching them every single year. And just to see this is so fun. I love it. So many horrible years of just fucking Oakland sports over and over and over. You don't take any of this stuff for granted. They're so fun to watch. They're so fun to watch. From like a true, true fan standpoint, it's 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 remarkable to watch them every night. And I'll fucking ride and die with these teams. Like my brother, Raiders fan, right? But uh, there's no team I like more in my life. In my life. I have such a dire, dire, dire love for the Oakland Raiders. It's unhealthy how much I like the Raiders. Like that shit when they talk about it's in your blood. Like that fucking stuff affects me in my soul. I love the Raiders. It is weird. I don't know how much. I don't understand how much I would ever like a football team more than like just a something in general. The the Raiders and then the A's and then the Warriors. It's always been my three because I started watching those in order when I was when I was four years old. I remember seeing the Raiders in the Super Bowl. I clearly remember it. It's weird. I don't have that many memories, but I do remember watching them in the Super Bowl. Um, man, and then the A's with all those great teams. Fucking Eric Chavez, Mark Ellis, all those great teams. And then the Warriors in 2004. Great shit. Great stuff. Um, Reminiscent. All right. So that's basically it. We all know the Patriots are going to win. And Anthony Davis, he's going to he's gonna end up. And we don't talk about the Warriors here because we're not trying to jinx nothing. But they're, they're the best. On a nightly basis, I watch them every single night. I really I don't. I I, I think it's a privilege to watch this Warriors team. So I try to, whenever they're playing, I do build my day around watching every single game. How I consume the NBA is I watch the, I watch the Warriors and I watch I watch every Warriors game. I follow the Warriors religiously. You listen to all their interviews and stuff, and then I watch the Raptors. I just watch the Raptors games. I think if I watch those through those two teams, I get to watch the best in the West and. The, one of the top in the East, and I can consume the league. I do think of the shit. I do see a lot of teams sh- very shitty because uh, the Warriors and the Raptors really pound down on crappy teams. So I'm like, why are these guys even like a t- 
team in general. But um, that's why I consume the NBA. Odd, maybe, but it's okay. We're good. All right. I will have another podcast out on um, either Wednesday or Thursday. Just waiting for people's last minute questions to come in. See if any more come in. Got to answer for the folks, for the folks, folks, folks. Also, if you listen to these podcasts, the um, sports ones, but also don't listen to the other ones, please listen to those. You know what? Just do whatever the fuck you want. How about that? You can do whatever you want. And I will be happy because then you'll be happy. All right. Uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.